is episode number 132 of the High Impact Leaders Podcast, your shortcut to personal growth and career success. Welcome to High Impact Leaders. I'm your host, Doug Standard of the Leaders Institute, and our goal is to help you build strong teams while growing a successful business. Happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. I hope you had a fantastic time with your family and overeating and watching a lot of football. I did all of those things. And if you're outside the United States, welcome. I hope you had a relaxing kind of regular weekend. Uh, by the way, I had a great time this weekend. Uh, my my mom and aunt came in for the holidays. We had a great time. My lovely wife, Leisha, made a fantastic Thanksgiving meal for everybody. In fact, my son, Ben, even got into the act, creating his signature four cheese mac and cheese. Not bad for a 15-year-old kid. Uh, so I, I've had more carbs in the last week than I think in the last year, all total. Um, so you know, we you know we had a pretty good time. Hope you had a good time as well. Uh, by the way, since we are in the holiday spirit, I wanted to focus this week on a few ways to build morale in the workplace during the holidays. Companies, a lot of them big and small, will often schedule Christmas parties or annual meetings. They'll either do it in December or sometimes they'll wait and kick off the new year with new goals and new strategies, that kind of thing. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you some of the best ways that I have come across to do something really fun and rewarding for your team during the holidays. And I've broken it into, into three strategies. Um, the first one is going to be for small groups. So if you have a team of 25 or fewer people, I'll give you some really good tips to help you. Uh, in the second section, I'll give tips for much bigger groups. So 50, 100, 1,000, 10,000, 20,000 people. And and in the at the end, I'll give you some strategies for virtual end of the year meetings and parties. And a lot of companies are still kind of doing that because of the, the pandemic and that kind of thing. So I'll give you each of those three. By the way, the episode is brought to you by leadersinstitute.com. We've got an in-person leadership development conference in Arlington, Texas on January 26th and 27th of 2023. So if you want to develop self-confidence, learn how to motivate and inspire your team and become a better coach that can help your team become more efficient and productive, you don't want to miss the two-day high-impact leaders class that's coming up near Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. For details, just go to leadersinstitute.com slash leadership dash course leadersinstitute.com slash leadership dash course. All right, so let's get on with good morale building strategies during the holidays. And so if you're looking for a great way to build holiday spirit in the workplace, then this is going to be a fantastic episode for you. Uh, the, the Christmas team building activities that I'm going to talk about here can really help. And I've broken them into fun team building activities in, in three basic categories. The first one, is um, how to have a, a Christmas party or an annual meeting for small groups. Next, I'm going to share some of my favorite activities for larger groups. And then finally, we'll we'll talk about some really good things that you can do virtually if your team's still not meeting with each other uh, in person. Um, so let me kind of start off with that first section, though, the best way to organize an office Christmas party for smaller groups. So please, 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 please don't overthink your holiday party if your group is fairly small, basically under 20, 25 people, something like that. If you want to keep your costs lower, 
and really easy way to do that is just to organize a potluck lunch on the last day before you you break for the holidays and then let your team go home from the office right after the party. <laughs> so so if it, basically you get a half day off and a nice meal. Now, this type of activity is really, really easy way for your whole team to get involved in the party preparation. Most often your team members are going to bring their, you know, their specialty dish. So the group will eat really, really well. They'll also compliment each other, compliment each other on the items that each one of them brings to the party. And if you want to splurge a bit more, you can have a caterer bring in the lunch. Um, you may even also want to bring in a few bottles of wine or champagne for an impromptu wine tasting. Alternatively, you can supply a, a container of, you know, hot chocolate or decorated candy canes to kind of increase the Christmas spirit of the party. The point is, is to create the the holiday season atmosphere at your office. The, the party doesn't have to cost you a fortune and it doesn't have to be overly elaborate. Just give your team time to relax and enjoy some teamworks after a hard year of, of teamwork. Um, another good option is to have a nice dinner for your, your Christmas or year-end team building activity. Uh, typically, a nice din- dinner is a perfect way to get your group into kind of the festive season. After I left corporate America and began to work for small business owners, this was a major shift that I kind of noticed. The big companies I worked for organized these big, elaborate Christmas parties. The entrepreneurs organized more intimate Christmas dinners. In fact, as an example, my last boss used to take the whole team and our spouses, of course, to a really, really nice restaurant and then just pick up the check. <laughs> the evenings were always really nice. We got to dress up and interact with our coworkers in a more friendly environment. Some years um, we would organize a secret Santa or a white elephant gift exchange just to kind of make the dinner more festive. However, most dinners were just dinner with friends and family, and it was the perfect activity. Um, another thing that you can do is organize more of a competitive team outing. Um, some of these like... Um, Top Golf or some of the other places that you can kind of go. If you have more of a budget for your Christmas team activities, then your group will have a great time on one of these outings. You know, for instance, um, one of my clients this year took their team to an indoor go-kart track, which was kind of fun. Uh, the facility gave the group a private room to share a meal together. And it was pretty simple. You know, I think it was like lasagna and pizza or something like that. But but then each one of them received a, a, a card to play video games. The entire activity was really, really juvenile, sure. But it was also really fun. <laughs> and if your team is more inclined to enjoy uh, a little friendly competition, you might try, you know, top golf or or maybe try your hand at axe throwing. Top golf locations have popped up in major cities all over the the United States. Um, you'll likely need to schedule your reservation early though, because the activity is very very popular. However. Um, your team will have a blast. Um, these these huge facilities allow your team members to eat, drink, play, and have uh, and have fun. And, and it's a cross between going to like a driving range and going bowling. You know, uh, for a more adventurous team, you know, might try the axe throwing. Um, my family and I did this a, a couple of years ago. So fun. Uh, if you've never heard of this activity, don't be alarmed. It, it, it's actually quite a bit tamer and safer really than it actually sounds. Um, the activity is actually just a, it, it's, it's a new iteration of kind of throwing darts. It's just that the, 
the darts are bigger and heavier. <laughs> so axe throwing bars and clubs have kind of opened up all over in cities all over the world in the last few years. And yeah, it's a new fad, but it's also something that most of your team has probably never done before. And since it's new, it's going to be more interesting them for them. Uh, by the way, for more team outings, I put a list of uh, some of the best team outings that we found in, in a post. And I'll put that in the, I'll put a link to that post in the, the show notes. Just between you and I, though, a lot of times Christmas games for small groups can kind of end up seeming really hokey. Uh, your team will, will likely have a better time if you do a fun outing instead of kind of doing you know games at the office and that kind of thing. However, um, here are a few games that you can use to make holiday parties a, a little bit more fun. With that being said, though, one of the best Christmas party games is the White Elephant Gift Exchange. Uh, another version of it is called Dirty Santa. Basically, everybody brings a wrapped gift within a predetermined kind of price range, and then each person chooses a gift to open. The order that participants get to choose their gift can be drawn out of a hat or can be based on seniority within the company. Um, each person kind of opens up a gift and the person can keep that gift or trade the gift with another team member who's already unwrapped a gift. Of course, the last person to open up a gift has a distinct advantage. Another fun Christmas game is the plastic saran wrap gift ball. <laughs> this one takes a little bit of time to set up, but it's hilarious and very interactive. Um, the organizer buys hundreds of little tiny gifts. Now, these could be gift cards, they could be candy, small office supplies, lottery tickets, etc., that kind of stuff. And then you wrap up a number of items within the plastic wrap and then place another item or two outside of the newly created ball and then add another layer and then do it again and again and again and again. And you're going to end up with this huge ball of gift wrapped items, gift wrap in saran wrap anyway. So you want to organize your entire team around a single table. So this works best for teams of six, seven, eight, nine, ten people, probably max. You give one of your team members the saran wrap ball and another person next to them a pair of dice. The, the person with the ball gets to unwrap the ball as fast as possible until the other person rolls doubles. <laughs> so when basically when both dice match. Um, the plastic wrap ball at that point gets the 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 and the dice get passed to the next person and the, the game ends when all of the items are kind of unwrapped. Hilarious, really fun. People always kind of walk away with a with a pile of kind of goodies and that kind of thing. So this is really one of the best small group team activities that you can do at a Christmas party. So these next ideas are ones that you can use if your team is a little bit larger. Um, by the way, just so you know, if you are organizing a larger group, more than 25 or so people, you might consider hiring a professional host. Now, yes, everything that I mentioned for the smaller groups still applies here as well. For instance, simple is usually better. Outings can be a fun way to get your team to interact in a, in a more fun and personal way. And of course, forcing a holiday game on the entire team or the entire group can seem cheesy if it's not well organized. However, the bigger your, your group gets, the more difficult organizing these activities can become. So a little professional help can really, really go a long way. Um, they, they can keep you from forgetting important details or making costly mistakes. The main thing to keep in mind is that you want to remember 
that the perfect game for a small group can absolutely backfire for a larger group. So with all that being said, these are a few of the time-tested things that work really, really well for larger groups. First one is add a Christmas charity team activity to your holiday party. If you want to create an experience that everybody's going to remember, then try adding a charity team activity to the party. These activities can become the focal point of the entire afternoon or evening. For instance, doing something for charity at Christmas time is always really nice. However, when you combine a team activity with that donation to charity, you can actually increase the emotional draw of the donation exponentially. Um, for instance, years ago, I, I was leading a, a Build-A-Bike activity for a client um, just before Christmas, and we were donating bikes to a local YMCA here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And the director of the club uh, gave a really, really heartwarming speech just before the kids came in, came rushing into the, the, the door to receive their, their new bicycles, their new Christmas gift. And uh, during the activity, though, participants um, had to had no idea that the kids would be there to accept the bikes at the end. So the director and I kind of watched as the, the group adjusted the seats for each kid and adjusted the handlebars and took photos of themselves with their kid. Um, they, they, um, it, it was really heartwarming. By the way, it, it created they, they created really, really cool social media posts as well. So as I'm watching this happen, the charity representative had kind of a tear in his eye. And I asked, hey, what's the matter? And he paused. And he said, hey, you see those two kids right there, the brother and sister, their dad got laid off from his job about four months ago. The older brother came up to him the week before with tears in his eyes because there were no gifts under the tree for his little sister. And he was wondering if if he could work for the club to earn extra money so that he could buy his, his little sister a Christmas gift. And now look at the two of them. They, you know, they both have had a very, very special Christmas. And as he's kind of telling me this, I teared up a little bit as well. I mean, a good charity team building activity can add a lot of positive emotion to your meeting. So the thing that makes this specific activity so fun is that they combine team building with the charitable donation. So when we when we do one of these things for our clients, we don't focus on the manual labor. For instance, in a Build-A-Bike activity, the actual building of the bike only takes about 10 minutes. Uh, organizers often get confused because they think that the bike building is the most important part. And, and the more bikes that you build, the better the activity is. That, this way of thinking, though, can cause huge, huge problems. So I'll give you an example. When we organize a charity bike build, we put together different challenges that the groups have to conquer in order to earn their bicycle parts. The activities require a number of different skills. They also require the small groups to interact with each other. So if there are eight people on each team, the entire team participates in the entire process. One team member may earn the handlebars, while another one earns the front tire. So even if some team members aren't really mechanically inclined, as the team earns the last bike piece, they all feel a, simple, a sense of accomplishment at, at completing the task. Also, if your group builds eight bicycles, it'll be pretty easy for a, chair, a children's charity to organize eight kids to, to come to a meeting. However, if you built 100 bicycles, the odds of any charity being able to organize 100 children coming to your meeting is pretty slim. And in fact, they may not even be able to take 100 bicycles or 
get them off your premises at the end of it. So it can create a few challenges if you've never done one of these things before. So uh, less tends to be more in this type of activity. If you just give a box of bike parts to a group of eight people, most likely quite a few of them are just going to watch. A couple of the team members will open the box and begin to assemble the bikes. The whole process won't be much fun, by the way. Um, That's why you want to make your charity activity an experience. Make the, the manual labor a small part of the experience. So focus on having more fun and less on the manual labor involved in doing the activity. And you'll tend to get a much better result. So what happens if you have a remote team? Well, I'm going to give you a few virtual Christmas party ideas. Now, obviously, you can always organize a virtual happy hour. Sometimes those can be fun. Christmas parties can be fun, too, and and they can build morale and teamwork. But they can also be kind of cheesy and awkward. So organize these activities with caution. If you decide to go this route, Put some thought and preparation into the actual activity. For instance, most liquor stores will offer single shot bottles like you typically find on an airplane, that kind of thing. Uh, You can purchase three or four of these for each of your participants, then send them in a gift box with a branded glass with the company logo on it. Label the outside of the box. Do not open until and you put the date of, of your virtual happy hour. And as you start the video call, you know, everybody gets to open their box. You can have some fun talking about um, which each will open first. You know, alternatively, you can send out mini wine bottles along with a wine glass. Um, If one of your team members is not a drinker, replace the alcohol with a selection of teas or sodas, something like that. The point is, is to organize some kind of activity that they're all participating in. Go above and beyond to make sure that people take part in the activity, make it fun, make it interesting, make it interactive. So the more preparation that you put ahead of time, the easier it is going to be for the people to actually participate and actually show up. So one of the other things that you can do is you can also organize a virtual team activity with your virtual holiday party, you know. So just like with the in-person holiday parties, you know, that we talked about before, you can also schedule a virtual charity activity as well. You know, for instance, that Build-A-Bike thing that I was just talking about, you can actually do that virtually if you want. So if you have a remote team, you can still create that emotional team experience for instance, when we deliver this version of, of the Build-A-Bike activity, we send one of our instructors to a local boys and girls club. And as the team members virtually earn each bike part, the instructor who is on site gives each kid the bike part. And then the instructor and the employees of the charity help the kids assemble, assemble the bicycle. So it makes it really fun and, and high energy. As the team accomplishes the last team challenge, we show the kids receiving their last part. And the team gets to watch as the kid, you know, sees his or her her new bike for the very first time. And the entire event is recorded on video. So when you combine something like this with your virtual happy hour activities, it becomes more fun and more emotional. Alternatively, you can organize a, a virtual escape room for your group or even a virtual murder mystery. Each of these activities is really fun. They're highly interactive, which is the exact opposite of the way that most Zoom meetings occur. So if you want to do something really special for your remote team at Christmas time, try one of the virtual team activities that I suggested. 
So regardless of which of these fun Christmas team activities that you choose, remember the real reason for the season. Yes, it's fun to do good for others. And yes, we want to build great teams. However, Christmas is really a time of celebration. It's a great opportunity to show the members of your team God's love. So Merry Christmas and thanks a lot for being a part of High Impact Leaders. We'll see you next week. Thank you.